everybody and welcome to our episode of interruptions today we are talking about our mentoring program here at georgia tech and i have two wonderful illustrious guests with me today and i will let them introduce themselves so david you want to introduce yourself first i'm david tate i work in facilities management here at georgia tech i'm the area four manager how long have you been here at tech uh going on eight years eight years nice all right. And our other guests? I'm Missy Busher. I work in the Talent Acquisition Group in the Office of Human Resources, and I've been here for about three years. Nice. Those of you that are listening, we launched our Mentor Tech program um, about seven months ago, and this was a fully voluntary program. No mandatory requirements. We just kind of put it out there, and um, folks that were interested um, signed up, and then we matched them. So I guess the first question that I have for, and either one of you guys can go first, what prompted you when you saw the advertisement for MentorTech to, to even want to be a part of it, of the program? I wanted to expand my horizons uh, at Georgia Tech, and they talk about connections are really important here, and uh, maybe meeting people outside of my normal bubble. Mm-hmm. It just sounded like an interesting opportunity. Um, something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've been in facilities management for quite a while in higher ed. So, um, it just seemed like maybe I'd be able to share some some of the knowledge that I've gained over the years. Awesome. So, interestingly enough, in most mentoring programs, I've launched a couple in my career and most times it's difficult to find people who are willing it's most difficult to find people who are willing to be mentors and so David you stepped up and um, decided to be a mentor had you ever had a mentor before in your professional or personal career uh well I've had a lot of people in my life I think that that helped shape me Mm -hmm. uh, from as far back as, as the Boy Scouts uh, to uh, people that I worked for. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of somebody that, that I worked for at Emory University that helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, there were a couple of people there. Um, so it, it wasn't a formal program, but uh, yeah, they were definitely mentors. Gotcha. And did that influence or inform why you decided to be a mentor or? I think so. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, that question—the question of who are who are your mentors or who have been your mentors—has come up in several interviews, mm. and and so I've thought about it in the past, and and so yeah, I think it did. That's awesome. And Missy, why did you want to be a mentee and not a mentor? Because when we first, when I first saw you signed up, I was like, ah, we need more mentors. <laughs> Um, so I am not new to the HR realm and I've done it for a really long time, but I'm very new to Georgia Tech. So I thought it would be advantageous to, um, pursue the mentee role, get to know someone that's been here for a while and kind of knows the, their, the way around the maze. Mm -hmm. And did David (laughs) demystify the maze for you? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, so, uh, well, 
surprisingly, I didn't know David through recruitment, um, but ended up getting facilities as one of my groups after after my colleague left. Oh wow! And then realized, oh, David is my mentor and also sits in a weekly meeting that <laughs> I should go to. So it was interesting. Yeah, we we yeah. The first time we met was my boss's staff meeting. <laughs> Oh, wow. And she just showed up. And I hadn't even met her yet. I didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. And she was introduced as Missy Busher. And I went, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very so I, cool. So after the meeting, I ran outside and I said, Missy, are you sure we can do this? Because <laughs> we're going to be kind of working together. together. Mm-hmm. You know? And she said it'd be fine. Mm. She didn't have high expectations anyway, <laughs> I guess. So. So, interestingly enough, we used a software um, that is based on a five-factor personality sort of matching um, program to help us make the matches, right? And so, if you remember, when you signed up, there were photos, and you were, you know, you take look at the photo and select the one that resonates with you the most. And that, those photos are based on the scientific approach called five factors of the personality. And we did that because when you look at the research about mentoring programs, the thing that either propels a mentoring program forward to success or (laughs) propels it backward to failure is the matching. So if the matching is right. So I knew both of you guys. And so when, when, when the program goes through and matches, I'm like, wow, what an unlikely match. So I thought it was very interesting only because I work, I mean, I worked with Missy for a while and I worked with David for a while. So it's like interesting. So tell me when you, the, the, the story about how y'all ended up meeting is very fascinating. But when you first had your sort of first meeting, what, what thoughts were in your mind, Missy? What did you think? I wasn't sure what I wanted out of the mentor program. Mm -hmm. So just chatting with David about what I was looking for and, Maybe what he was also looking for mm-hmm. out of being mental. Mm-hmm. So during that chat, though, what were you feeling? Like what emotions? Um, well, it was a really busy time in TA, so I would just say I was feeling thankful that I got to connect with someone that I actually work with. Um, and so wait, y'all didn't turn into work meetings, did you? No. No, we didn't. But it was <laughs> nice to be able to have a conversation with David outside of uh, facilities is all encompassing. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work and a lot of recruitment. And they're going through, they were at that point going through a pretty heavy hiring cycle. So it was nice to connect with someone in facilities outside of that part of the I got you. Okay. Had you worked with a department like that before in your career? At Emory. At Emory. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I thought I stated it pretty clearly that, you know, I'm just here to help you if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not really looking for anything more than that. Um, but I was very impressed. Missy's very, um, very businesslike, very professional, uh, and kind of a hard charger. And I, I think that's why you put us together because <laughs> I'm certainly more laid back. I've never had anybody show me pictures of their food before. Either, so that was... That was really different. She showed me pictures of food from New Mexico. Oh, yeah, she is. That the, was the best part. She's the Mexico. she's my yeah. resident foodie as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> I have long t- strings of text messages <laughs> of places to go eat. <laughs> Sorry. So, 
Mentoring relationships can be in some ways an interruption for people. And by interruption, that's the name of our podcast. And so by interruption, we're always looking for places in our lives where things are going along just fine, right? So you're just streaming along, you're going along, and then a challenge arises or something doesn't go as you have hoped or, you know, whatever, some some tide or ripple sort of happens. And so we believe that if you have tools there in those times, then you tend to are able to navigate those interruptions a little bit more seamlessly. And so we're thinking that a mentoring program or being having a mentor, informal or informal, um, kind of helps you navigate through those seas. Did you guys come across any um, things that you're willing to share or anything like that that was insightful that you took away from your relationship? I think we griped a little bit about about things at work, mm-hmm. uh, different different parts of our, our jobs, different aspects, different people that we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So it, it was there was that sort of uh, venting mm-hmm. to some degree, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I uh, that's valuable. Yeah, you know. it was nice to have um, a person that maybe doesn't look um, the same viewpoint as I have on my group. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have that second opinion that's kind of a little farther removed. Although he is right. We did work together for um, for probably like three months, maybe yeah. three months or four months. Um, so I got to know his world. But honestly, it's kind of interesting. I still see facilities, managers and um, some of the leadership that I've worked with. But I don't know that I would have still I'm like, hey, we should go and have a coffee if I weren't for the mentor program. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it, right? So I feel like the idea of, well, I go back and forth because even though I, in my role, am tasked with oftentimes launching these programs, I think of my personal relationships, like the mentors that sort of evolved, kind of like you were talking about, David, that kind of sparked, you know, you worked with someone or somebody took interest in you and it wasn't like a formal, you know, patch matching or whatever. Um, So I go back and forth. I'm like, I think those informal things are sort of more effective than sort of this like forced match. But I also have read a lot and studied a lot and sort of watched the trajectory of the relationships here at Tech. And those that are deliberately put together, people tend to put a little bit more care and a little bit more um, deliberation into the relationship because, say, for instance, David decided to volunteer to do this. So you don't want to let him down. So I'm going to make sure... I try to make sure we meet and try to have something to talk about. So it's a catch. I mean, it's a, it could go either way, right? Um, I would add to that, that mentoring relationships aren't always so easy. Particularly, we get busy. Um, life happens. So what challenges did you guys notice as you were trying to navigate the, the mentoring program? My inability to be able to meet. And I know that at the very beginning, they said, you know, you have to carve out that specific amount of time and just always have it like available. But <laughs> it was, it is still kind of the busy season for talent acquisition, but we were going through, we're down two people and we're just going crazy. So meeting was, sometimes it would just be, I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the bandwidth to, to leave my office for even a half an hour. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. I mean, I... I didn't think that there was a need to meet if there wasn't a need to meet mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, you know, I, I just wanted to be a resource. And um, 
as best I could mm-hmm. and uh, you know be able to help when I can. And I understood. I mean, I, I know how busy she is. So, Missy, if you were to think back over the last seven months or however long it's been, maybe six, six or seven months, um, is there anything you would have done differently to sort of get more or less out of the mentoring relationship? I would try to have met more. Mm-hmm. Um, I look back at the scenario of being very busy and having an extremely heavy workload, but also realizing <laughs> that at one point or the other, I got completely burnt out from working insane amount of hours and taking a half an hour wasn't actually going to, to kill anybody, right? It wasn't going to make the world fall down. It wasn't going to make Georgia Tech stop working. Mm-hmm. It was just going to be taking a half an hour and being able to maybe carve that time out and just go without worrying that I was so far behind. Mm-hmm. As a mentor, David, anything as you think back over the past six months that you would do differently or that you specifically just stood out as a learning opportunity? I don't know if there's anything that I'd necessarily do differently Mm -hmm. um, because I see it as a pretty passive role. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's just a matter of being there when you can Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and when necessary. And we didn't tackle any great traumas or anything like that, you know, uh, through this, but, um, but I enjoyed it and I, and, uh, I hope it continues. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd, I'd change anything. I mean, it would be, would have been great if we met more or maybe if, if there were more issues, but I think sometimes it's just, it's just good to have somebody that you can talk to and, and, uh, for both of us, um, that, you know, it was kind of removed from our day-to-day lives. Yeah. I think that's insightful because a lot of times people think that, oh, I only need a mentor when something is going awry, when it's things are so bad and I just need somebody to help solve my problems for me. And oftentimes, if we just lift our heads up a little bit, you know, from the day-to-day, like you kind of described, Missy, you know, um, just having somebody to chat with, maybe just to clear your head, you know, like sometimes you just go for a walk. Um, just to get out of the thing that you've been doing for 10 hours a day or whatever. So I like the fact that, you know, you guys describe it sort of as an organic relationship. When we had time to meet, we met. Um, we didn't necessarily solve, you know, hunger or, or <laughs> I don't know, some big world <laughs> problem, but it was a fruitful, it sounded like it's a fruitful relationship. Well, I also think that when those big problems or issues or whatever you want to call them come along, you're not really going to be in a very good place to help that person with those if you don't know them already. Mm-hmm. So just that getting to know each other piece of it, that's that's still important in that relationship and being able to help further down the road. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a right answer to the next question that I'm going to ask you. <laughs> We don't have it. <laughs> I hope. Yes, sure that's the answer. Yes. <laughs> All right, now you go. go ahead. As I preface my question, so do you believe that this is a relationship that was sustained past the closing of the 2018 session of Mentor Tech Professional Partnerships? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I hope that David wants to see more food pictures from me and my dog pictures <laughs> and that we'll continue to meet for coffee. 
That was the right answer, David. <laughs> Take a hint. He's like, he's like, well, now that she told me what I'm going to get into, no, I'm you're putting okay. words in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Love it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I hope so. You know. The hope and the actual action. I think that is the key that the key takeaway from this sort of podcast that I've been listening to, right? So making a decision, being deliberate about it, because we can all think of relationships that we are like, oh, we should go for coffee. Oh, we should do this. And it never happens, right? right? And so being deliberate about making time for it. I think something you said also, David, is particularly insightful is that when those storms come, if you don't have a base, if you don't have sort of a baseline relationship with people on campus, it's hard for you to, it's hard for me to empathize. It's hard for the person to come to, to you. So I think that also is very powerful in a relationship. So any final thoughts? <clears throat> Thinking about people that will be listening to this podcast, the people are those that may be deciding if they want to be a mentor this time instead of a mentee. People who are trying to decide, I don't have enough time to participate in something like this. People who um, might find whatever challenges that um, I don't really believe in this, you know, I don't know, force matching, whatever. Any final words for those types of folks who are on the fence? Uh, I would just say do it. Um, It is good to meet people outside of your current unit department, whatever it is, um, it will give you a broader idea of what's going on at Georgia Tech because sometimes you just get really caught up in your own bubble. And um, it's a good way to connect with another person. It's nice. Really kind of two thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, One is it's just a good thing to do to help other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's, it's a great opportunity to get to know somebody that you don't know already. And I forgot the second one. <laughs> sure, it was profound. Yeah, it was actually better than the first one. But, you know, the, my thought was that, just like you were saying, that, you know, that we have people that we go, oh, we'll, we'll meet for coffee someday, and we, and we never do it. This brings uh, that a piece of accountability into it that, that kind of makes you do it. And that, that's, that's the thing that I think kind of pushes it along and, and makes it happen. So, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a key piece because otherwise, yeah, you, you get busy. Absolutely. We often talk about it here in WLPD that relationships on our campus are paramount. And so anything that we can do to help facilitate that connection and the creation of those networks, we try to do. And the mentoring program is just one of those ways in which we do that. So thank you so much, David. First and foremost, thank you for giving Um, in the way that you have to Missy and to our program. We appreciate you. And Missy, thank you so much for your active participation. And we look forward to having both of you as mentors in the program next year. (laughs) Thank you so much. You You have just been interrupted. (laughs) 